0: This is the Voiceless Speak Forever podcast, and I'm your host, Hepburn. After the release of One Bitch, Nine Pups, and the adjunct episode about Lucas Russell Van Volt, I received a message from someone who was an expert in zoo sadism and wanted to share her knowledge with us. I, of course, could not pass up such an incredible opportunity. And so, this episode is Naya Okami's advocacy tale. My name is Naya Okami, I'm in the furry fandom, and I've always cared a lot about animals. I was first introduced to the concept of animal sexual abuse when I was a teenager by the website of a now the zoophile called Eben Lupus. He justified his actions by saying that because he felt he was a wolf, he had the right to have sex with canines. The concept disgusted and horrified me even then it sort of made sense that I would eventually become an opposing force to such abusers. As a criminal justice consultant and investigator, I specialize in investigating cases involving zoosadism. Zoosadism is what it says on the package, unfortunately. A zoosadist gets pleasure, often sexual pleasure, from performing extreme acts of cruelty to animals. There are many different reasons people choose to engage in sex with an animal. There's a difference between a zoophile, somebody sexually or romantically attracted to animals, and a zoosadist, somebody who derives sexual pleasure from harming animals, and an individual who sexually abuses or exploits an animal but doesn't have an underlying attraction or disposition. There are instances where people who were not zoophiles or zoosadises have gone on drug binges and ended up sexually abusing an animal. So, motivations vary extensively. If an animal survives the abuse, unfortunately, the outlook is often bleak. A lot of the animals involved have been trained or conditioned to behave sexually toward their owners. So, rehabilitation and rehoming are often difficult. A sad reality is that oftentimes, surviving animals end up euthanized. This doesn't even count the possibilities of sustained physical injury psychological injury, and so forth. One of the most significant cases I've been a part of is helping to convict Matthew Gabrowski, or Cupid the Deer. He was originally known for sexually abusing his friend's ex-partner's service animal, but would later be convicted for child pornography as well. As a result of my work, He personally initiated a civil proceeding against me in an attempt to hinder investigative efforts and silence me from speaking out against him. This case was memorable because it was the first time I've been sued or harassed via the use of the legal system by an offender. The most difficult part of the work I do is having to be exposed to what happens. In the course of my work, I've had to witness unspeakable acts toward beings not capable of fighting back and having to view videos produced by zoo still makes me sick to my stomach. I believe that people who say they are truly desensitized to these materials, who do the work that we do, are lying. I've been doing this for years, and it still turns my stomach. It is very rewarding, however, to have a conviction. It is even more rewarding, though rarer, to know an animal that was once the subject of sexual abuse having been successfully rehomed. Unfortunately, there are not a lot of people focusing on this area. I only know one person professionally doing so, and she is who I work with. Animal sexual abuse is a taboo that isn't pleasant to talk about or deal with, but sadly, it happens much more than people realize. Naya, thank you for sharing your insights on what zoo sadism is and further shining a light on animal sexual abuse. It is true that it's a taboo and that people don't want to talk about it, but we should. In the same way that the perpetrators hurt the animals and take away their livelihoods, we as advocates and animal lovers in general should expose these perpetrators so that they will never know anonymity and relief again. Again, thank you for sharing and thank you so much for the work you do. It's not easy, but you do it. So thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure you share the VSF podcast because this is one of the few, if not the only podcast that puts a spotlight on animal abuse cases. Rate and review the podcast on wherever you listen to it. Email me anything you want me to cover at vsfperiodofficialperiodpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com and follow VSS Instagram page, the period Official. Also, make sure you check out Handmade Crochet Dog and Cat Toys and Bags for Humans available on VSF's official Etsy page. VSF Official. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, toodles!